Hey guys, welcome to the Duncan Aviation Straight Talk podcast. My name is Harrison Duncan, and I am a fourth generation Duncan. Duncan Aviation was founded in 1956 as a Beechcraft distributorship by my great grandfather, Donald Duncan. Today, Donald's spirits live on not only through future generations, but most of all through the company he founded. My father, Todd Duncan, is currently the chairman and has served in this position since 2007. As a way to stay current in the aviation industry, we have rolled out a series of webinars and podcasts aimed to address complicated avionics mandates and other industry initiatives. Our goal is to educate customers and have fun doing it. All of our webinars, podcasts, and straight talk books can be found under the resources tab on our website, duncanaviation.arrow. This series of podcasts will be focused around our core values. Duncan Aviation has team members around the world. We all have diverse backgrounds, but a common thread that ties us together is an inherent sense to do the right thing in a professional, positive attitude. It's the people within a company who create a strong brand. Our people are talented, dedicated, and special. They care about our customers, and they are mindful to create an exceptional experience. Duncan Aviation is committed to provide an experience unlike any other to owners and operators of business aircraft. We do this by providing personalized expertise, innovative services, and ongoing support. If you have any questions, comments, or requests for podcasts, please reach out to straighttalk at duncanaviation.com. So moving right along here, we have um, two uh, awesome guests, part of the Duncan Aviation family and the Duncan family as a whole. Um, and I'm fortunate to be related to both of them. So. First, we have my dad, Todd Duncan, our current chairman, and then my grandpa, um, Robert Duncan, our chairman emeritus. And um, I'm going to hand it over to these two fellows and let them share a little bit about themselves, and then I'll go right after them. So, Dad, do you want to lead us off? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for uh, putting this together, and thanks for listening as well. Todd Duncan, uh, we were obviously invited because we're the cheapest guests that they can afford here at Duncan Aviation. And, uh, but also the history lesson's important to us. It's important to, to company and to our legacy in business aviation, which my grandfather started. My dad will talk about it more in a minute. I started in business aviation in the late 80s after graduating from college. And it was a time when our business was still focused uh, primarily on aircraft sales. And so I entered the business for a number of years, uh, brokering, selling, inventorying, uh, business aircraft through Duncan Aviation. That was our heritage. That's what my grandfather started the business on. You heard through a beach distri distributorship in Omaha, uh, then with his relationship with Bill Lear, the Lear distributorship. Um, and uh, throughout the years, it was really uh, exciting to see an organization grow here in Lincoln, Nebraska, based on aircraft sales. And so it wasn't until the early 90s when I began being part of the maintenance, repair, and overhaul side of this business, which is really the hallmark and, and what we're known for today. And so, yeah, I've spent 30 years in business aviation, done a lot of different things at Duncan, uh, love to fly myself, fly this still the uh, Piper Super Cub and the Bonanza, um, and uh, really pleased to have been part of a number of the business aviation associations, NBAA and NATA, and served on their boards. Um, so uh, I've had a, a long history in in this industry and uh, and look forward to uh, to many many more years but glad to be on the podcast today dad yes i joined duncan aviation uh, full-time when i graduated from college in 1965 
actually, they credit me with uh, being here since 1956. That's kind of a stretch. Uh, <laughs> but I did help my dad and was involved before I joined the business full time. When, when I came to Lincoln, um, we had 12 employees. So that's where I started. I started by doing everything. I helped pump gas, I flew charters, I did sales demonstrations and sold airplanes. Um, and, and, and backing up just a bit before that 1965 start date, I remember spending a summer sleeping out at Duncan Aviation, uh, working there during the summertime and it was just easier. My family home was in Omaha. It's just easier for me to bunk in one of the rooms upstairs. So it goes back a long ways. Uh, there's been lots of changes, uh, most all of them positive. Uh, it's, it's just been a great ride. The company's continued to evolve and change over those years. Uh, when we lost my father in uh, 1950, no, excuse me, 1981, uh, at the age of 58, it was a real blow to the company because he was our leading salesman. He, our company was sales-driven at that time. But we quickly recognized uh, it was a terrible economy at the time that we had to change our focus. We had to appeal to a, uh, a broader base of customers. Uh, we had to be, be focused on the maintenance business. And we had to be creative at doing it, try to create some new uh, ideas, some new uh, opportunities for our employees and, and for their career. So it's been a great ride. I retired uh, about 13 years ago now. I still am involved in uh, meeting customers and, and, and calling on our satellite avionics shops and um, any way that I can to help the company uh, on, on a limited basis. I'm very proud of this company in every respect. Absolutely. So, um, of course, I'll also share a little bit about myself. Also, I'm Harrison Duncan. And uh, I've been at Duncan now for two years. I graduated from Nebraska Westland University here in Lincoln, and I started out at Duncan um, doing our apprenticeship program. So I've been bouncing around the company since I've started. I spent my first 18 months in our safety and quality audit department, and uh, that was a great learning experience for me. I learned a lot from our team members by seeing what we did through the organization, through different departments. And uh, just recently, I also got my pilot's license. So I'm a, another Duncan pilot, and I just love getting up in the sky and the freedom to be able to have to just really go anywhere you really want is just a freedom unlike any other. So I got my pilot's license back in November, and uh, now I'm in the marketing department. So I help out with a lot of our internal, internal communications, and I help out with uh, writing different articles, um, different uh, stuff like that. So it's been a great experience, and also I'm obviously helping out with the podcast. So it's been a great ride. And uh, back to our podcast here, like we had said, um, we're really focused in this first segment on our core values and our very first core value of uh, delivering high-quality products and services. And so I thought I'd just ask both of you guys, what does quality mean to you? You know, quality uh, has just been built into Duncan Aviation for so long. Um, it, it's just a way of life at our company. And if you think about it, and then you go out and, and get a meal, and you can tell right away whether it's high quality or whether it's substandard, you're probably not going to go back to the substandard place. You're even willing to pay a little more for a high-quality meal. Um, you go buy an automobile, and um, certainly there's a difference in the price range of automobiles, and a, and a lot of it's reflected in the quality that you get. Uh, so obviously you want to be able to afford the best quality automobile you can. 
aviation is no different except quality in aviation. If it's not there, it can be a safety issue. So quality has been just a part of our company since my father started it. It's just almost a given. Now we have to continue to emphasize that. We get new employees and new uh, team members all the time. So they have to understand that quality is, is just completely at the top of our list of, of values. Absolutely, absolutely. And Dad, do you have anything you'd like to add to what uh, Papa said there? Well, those are the foundations of quality, without a doubt. I think, um, you know, what also gives us an advantage in business aviation is that we operate aircraft as well. We've got a, a, a flight department, albeit small. Uh, we have a 135 charter certificate. Um, we stay close to our customers. We are a customer of our own. We know what it takes to operate aircraft. We know what it takes to meet a budget, to meet schedule, and I think that's awfully important uh, beyond uh, all of the quality metrics that we judge, and we we have those key indicators that we're that we're very keen and, and watch very, very closely for our customers and ourselves. But I think it's important to know what uh, business aviation is and to operate amongst it and to use business aircraft uh, as, as a tool. I think the other thing, you know, that helps uh, to establish quality uh, for us is, is just a, uh, an intent uh, ability to listen and to pay attention to our customers in all sorts of ways. You know, we're close to our customers um, in all of our locations, um, but we're also, um, you know, formally set up uh, customer boards and opportunities to gain insight from our customers of their changing needs and their flight departments and how we can serve their needs as, as those needs change and grow. And so I do think uh, that quality is absolutely paramount. It's what defines our brand. Uh, but it's how you get out that and how you institutionalize that within your locations. Um, and really at Duncan Aviation, that is a continual effort, will always be. Um, but, but I can tell you that uh, it's a definer of who we are and the experience you receive here at Duncan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just like you said, Papa, about, um, you know, quality is just, it lives within us and it lives within the company. Um, so tell me a little bit more about that. How does it affect our employees, um, the people that we work with, our relationships, how does quality affect our everyday lives and our careers? One thing that pleases me the most, uh, we live, uh, Lincoln's a community of 300,000 people, and everywhere I go in Lincoln, uh, someone knows someone, they have a relative, they have a friend that works here at Duncan Aviation. And I always ask, well, do they, how long have they worked there? How do they enjoy their job? And without exception, uh, I get positive feedback. Uh, I'm so proud of that. It, uh, it's a wonderful place to work. People build careers here. And, and so that's all, about, that's all about the quality of the experience at Duncan Aviation. It's not just quality for the customer. It's quality with the employees. And they're proud of where they work. And they want to talk about it. And they want to talk up the company. Um, that's an everyday experience I, uh, I enjoy here in Lincoln. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree anymore. And Dad, do you have uh, anything you'd like to piggyback off of what Papa had there as well? Well, I think by the nature of our, of our maintenance business, you know, um, every one of our people are held to an incredible standard. Um, they sign their work every day. And their quality, um, you know, is not just uh, uh, a Duncan organization quality. It is the quality behind their name and their work. And I think, uh, you know, that attitude, um, you know, permeates our different facilities throughout the United States. 
you can't be a member of our team and uh, and deliver qu lower quality than the standard. And the standard is extremely high. We know we're the underdog in this in this uh, competitive battle for business aviation, and we have to do better than those necessarily around us and that compete with us. Uh, they certainly our our customers travel farther to get here than anywhere else, and uh, so we've got to have great reasons for them to travel to far-flung places like Provo and Battle Creek and Lincoln and our satellite shops. So, so I think uh, you know again, quality is a standout for for us and and what we strive uh, to accomplish every day uh, for our customers. Absolutely. And, and quality uh, is everyone's responsibility at Duncan Aviation. Uh, we have a thorough inspection system required by the FAA and, and the inspectors have to sign off the work, but the work has to be done at a quality at the quality at the basic working level. Every single person. You can imagine how many um, operations we do every day. We may have 50 aircraft in the three facilities. Uh, we've got uh, 17, 1800 people working on those on those 50 aircraft and look at all the tiny little details that they take care of every day. They're responsible for quality at that level. Absolutely, absolutely. And I really loved what you said too about our employees, you know, loving what they do and loving working at Duncan. You know, you're telling more people about how great of a place it is to work here and how we all love what we do. Absolutely. So another question I have for you guys too is, what can we learn from a product or a service of low quality and not up to our standards? So something that we wouldn't exactly believe in you know, what can we learn from that? Yeah, I think this is Todd. I think we've always, we've all been in situations where, um, you know, we've received poor quality and uh, you learn a lot from that experience. You learn a lot from, this is how I do it better. I think, you know, frankly, we've got, you know, a group for now going on 60 plus years that has continued to make it better and continued to push the standards as the standards have been driven up uh, by most of our our customers, you know, their their needs and their flight departments have have continued to uh, mature, and and so I'll I'll just say that you know our products and services always change and continue to evolve. We used that word earlier, so I I do think that uh, yeah that evolution's been a really important uh, part of, uh, of of maintaining and building upon the quality that uh, that we started so long ago. I even think about Dad, your story when you went for a, a beach distributor meeting, and they talked about, you know, cleanliness and tidiness, and you know, these seem like basic things, but you know, they're absolute, you know, building blocks, you know, sort of things. I think those are those are great stories. And that was a change for Duncan, uh, a very positive change. I came home from that meeting. The president of Beechcraft talked about housekeeping. What and, years would this have been? Oh, it probably would have been the late '60s. Okay. Somewhere in there, it was a distributor's meeting, and during his speech, that was one of his the themes of his speech, the responsibility for good housekeeping. And so we came home, and we cleaned up the facility, and we made it everyone's responsibility to keep it clean and orderly, and it's just a, it's just a part of our company now. Can you imagine bringing your $20 million aircraft into a place that was dirty and disorganized? I mean, it'd be a death knoll. You, you just can't do it. You've got to yeah. you've got to be on top of things. And so that's certainly been another dimension of our qualities, our housekeeping. Absolutely. Well, even when I give tours in Lincoln and when I'm in Battle Creek and people that are new to the facility that haven't been to Duncan before, whether they're new employees or just guests, that's the first thing that they notice that they're most impressed by. 
is how we take care of the place and how great of a job our facilities team does. And it's, yeah, it's It's incredible. a visual reflection yeah. of who we are and our quality. Of course, absolutely. Absolutely relates right to it. And then on the flip side, I'll just say it's an, it's, it's the absolute minimum support you can give for your, your, uh, your shop personnel. You know, I mean, this is exactly what they would need and expect to do their jobs properly, uh, safely. And, uh, you know, so it's another example of the support that we give as a, as a team uh, to ensure that, uh, yeah, they've got the best environment to do their job. Absolutely. And it's, it's unfortunate that Grandpa Donald is no longer with us and we lost him at an early age. But I think if he was here, he would be so proud of our quality. And I'd love to hear what you guys would think of what he would think of Duncan today. You know, what would he think of our quality work and the quality of a company we have? He'd be unbelievably amazed. He, he wouldn't believe what the company has become. Um, again, he, it was small when he passed away and he was, air, he was uh, sales focused. And now to see how many customers we touch all over the world and, and how our business continues to grow and the larger and larger aircraft that we continue to service, he would have been absolutely amazed. And, and you think about, was Grandpa Donald focused on quality? Was it something um, he talked about and lived with every day? He didn't talk about it, but it was there. It right. was just inherent. Of That's course. the way we did things. There was no question about it. It had to be done right. Uh, deals were made on a handshake. You you um, you uh, lived up to everything you'd say you would do, and it was, that's just the way it was. Right. And so I've often told people that the values that Duncan have today, quality is the one we're talking about today, came from Grandpa Donald, of course. and it was inherent in who he was and what he, how he saw life life and business should be. Right. It was an expectation. Right. Yeah, and it was one that we all lived by, of course you know, in our daily lives and our careers. And like we said before, um, everything our, everything that we do, of course. So, Dad, do you have anything that you would like to add? What Grandpa Donald would think of uh, Duncan Aviation in 2020? Yeah, no, that was, that was really well said. And what came to my mind uh, immediately uh, was that, you know, when he gave his word, um, he always stood behind it. And I think that those types of values, that value specific, at Duncan is is still alive today with all of our 2,400 team members, and uh, I think he'd be very proud that yeah we've built upon those small resources as Dad mentioned, uh, we've made it much much more consistent, much more professional, uh, much more supportive of our team members, and uh, I think he'd be proud that we were able to do that beyond uh, the limits of just a small team to a much larger team to many many more customers a diverse customer base that we touch today. And, uh, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud to be able to, to grow on that legacy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to cap off our, our first podcast here, um, we're going to throw these two fellows some softballs here, some fun questions as well on top of quality. But um, we live here in Lincoln, Nebraska. We also have a facility in a large facility in Battle Creek, Michigan, of course, and our new facility in Provo, Utah, but let's focus on Lincoln for this question. What do you guys enjoy doing here in Lincoln, and what's your favorite restaurant here in town? Well, I've got a lot of favorite restaurants. I eat way too much, and, <laughs> and uh, Lincoln is a great college town. Battle Creek is Kalamazoo, great college towns. Uh, uh, you know, the student life activity that goes on, whether it be restaurants, uh, entertainment, 
uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy the university. I'm, I'm a UNL volleyball lover. Um, but then I also enjoy the flying side of it. You know, I like to get out on a Saturday and fly the, the Super Cub. I like to take the motorcycle out. And there's some beautiful, beautiful rides that you can make in, in this area. And, uh, you know, it's an area that I grew up, born and raised in, so it'll always be home. Um, but, uh, but I think uh, if you've not visited Lincoln, you'd be, uh, you'd be very surprised at a uh, special little town. So, so, yeah, I love it here. Dad? Well, uh, I've got a favorite restaurant, Momo's. Um, it's an Italian restaurant clear on the southeast corner of Lincoln, so it's quite a drive. Why do I like going there? Well, the food's great, number one, high quality, but the owner is always there, always there. I have never been in the place except one time when he was on a vacation in Europe in the last five years that he wasn't there, paying attention to details, paying attention to the treatment of the customers, and um, that's classic. Right. It's a, it's a great place. It is, and I've actually been there myself, and he's always there. Yeah. You know, you, you know who it is right away when he comes right up to you after you eat, and he thanks you, and you know, make sure everything came out the way you had hoped. Plus, they know they know about the Dunkin' Martini. I have my own martini <laughs> mix. And, <laughs> he gets the card, the business card. Yeah, and they know how to mix my martini. With the uh, martini mix on the card. That's the special <laughs> part. And yeah. Uh, yeah, if anybody cares about this and has made it to the last part of this podcast okay. and okay. wants, wants want the it? martini. You want the recipe? There we go. Okay, okay. lay it out Let's there. Let's hear it. Two parts vodka. I use order Grey Goose, typically. One part gin. A Bombay sapper, typically nothing else. You don't no vermouth. Uh, stirred is better if your if your vodka and gin are, are warm, but if you can do it at home, keep it in the freezer. Works every time. There we go. Okay. That's the Dunkin' Martini. Excellent, excellent. Choose wisely. Well, cool, awesome. Well, and then I would also just add, you know, being a Lincolnite here in town, you know, there's so many great restaurants like Dad had said, but. Gosh, I love this new Chinese place, um, Japanese place downtown called Ramen. You know, right off of O Street. Really good. Brooke and I, my wife, we both love going there, and they just revamped the restaurant and the menu, and it still continues to uh, be really solid. And I love going to the rail yard. Um, I love going down and having a drink and um, enjoying having an open container, you know, in the middle of the, the, this, the area. So it's a good spot. And so, um, and so, yeah, like Dad had said, you know, Lincoln would, would amaze you if you haven't been here before. So, And that's all we have today, folks. So um, thank you again for listening. And uh, we will, of course, continue this trek through and have some more outstanding podcasts with other members of uh, Duncan Aviation. And uh, thank you.